My mind was no longer racing, and I was no longer in a battle with my own thoughts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back or welcome if you're new to the Speak From Within podcast. I am your host, Nasra. I'm excited to have you here and I'm also equally as excited for today's episode. We're going to get a little deep, but only to better ourselves for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the whole point of this podcast. On that note, sis, let me ask you something. Are you the type to struggle with overthinking, social anxiety, anxious thoughts, negative self-talk? I sound like a therapy ad, but I've got a hadith for you. Listen to this. Prophet Muhammad وسلم, said, The people of paradise will have no regrets except for the moments that pass by them in which they were not remembering Allah. Have you ever really pondered on that? You and I, inshallah, Allah makes us amongst the people of paradise, are only going to regret the moments in this life where we were not engaging in the remembrance of Allah. Let me tell you a personal story on how I came to this realization. I was driving one day on my way to the park. I am a firm believer, by the way, that you can tell a lot about somebody's personality from the way that they drive, the good traits and the bad traits. I am not the type to get road rage, alhamdulillah, I'm very calm and collected. However, sometimes habits that I'm actively working on breaking, like people pleasing, unconsciously creep into the way that I drive. I notice that when I'm driving, I become extremely hyper aware of the cars around me. And not only the cars around me, but the people in the cars themselves. It doesn't really make sense when I say it out loud, but we all have those habits that we picked up from childhood or from wherever that were serving us at that time, but no longer serve us anymore. And that's why we're trying to break them. That's why they don't make sense in these scenarios. Anyway, on my way to the park, there was a car behind me that would occasionally get very close to me. And it triggered a long chain of overthinking. I was thinking to myself, am I going too slow? Am I bothering them? Should I speed up? Should I do this? Should I do that? What are they doing? What's going on with them? Why are they doing that yet? Eventually, we got to a red light. So naturally, the anxiety and the overthinking shifted to the cars around me. Again, I started to think, can I hear what I'm listening to? Is it too loud? Am I bothering them? Are they going to judge me? What's going on? Should I turn it down? Should I do this? Should I do that? On and on and on and on. Then like a light bulb, subhanAllah, this hadith came to my mind. It was a reminder from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the people of paradise are only going to regret the moments in this life where they were not remembering Allah. It really made me stop and think, if I'm striving for Jannah, I'm going to regret this moment. I remember literally saying to myself out loud, I'm going to regret this moment so badly. Kind of like laughing at myself almost of how silly it was so what did I do? I immediately switched to the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu akbar, la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah. Just repeatedly, constantly, over and over and over again. And I swear to you, Allah, once I did this, all of that stress and that worry and that anxiety and that on-edge feeling completely disappeared. Suddenly, I felt at peace. I was calm and grounded. My mind was no longer racing, and I was no longer in a battle with my own thoughts. I was just focused on the dhikr and the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on my tongue, and that in itself brought me so much peace and safety and comfort. Our brothers and our sisters in Palestine are also a beautiful example of this hadith, subhanAllah. Our brothers and our sisters are going through so much difficulties that we can't even fathom, although we're just watching over the phone. Imagine what it feels like to live it. They feel so much pain in their hearts. 
yet the only thing you hear them utter is the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They increase themselves in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they understand this hadith that the goal is Jannah. We don't want to leave this world with regrets. So they increase themselves in dhikr. They praise their Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless the people of Palestine, grant them a victory in this world and victory in the next world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all of their sins, forgive the sins of our own entire ummah, liberate Al-Aqsa, liberate Palestine. When this is all over, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the means and the wealth and the health to rush into Palestine and into Gaza to rebuild the land that he has blessed, rebuild Masjid Al-Aqsa and be amongst the people who pray there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran in Surah Al-Ra'ad Indeed, in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find comfort. And this is true for me, and this is true for Palestine, and this is true for you. In the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do our hearts find comfort. So next time you're going through a moment where it feels like you've lost all control and you can't get a grasp of your thoughts and anxiety and negative self-talk, remember the hadith, remember Palestine, remember this ayah. Indeed, in the remembrance of Allah, do hearts find comfort. And you and I are striving for Jannah. So let's leave this world without any regrets and seek comfort in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right now you might be saying to yourself, sis, okay, I got it. I'm going to start doing dhikr, but what should I say? I don't know what to say. I'm going to share with you four forms of dhikr that have truly transformed my life. The first form of dhikr that has had the biggest impact is la ilaha illallah. We know what this translates to. We know the meaning of this. It means that there's no God but Allah. There's another translation which says none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we might be thinking to ourselves, yeah, of course, there's none worthy of worship except Allah. But it goes a little deeper than that. When you say la ilaha illallah, what you're saying, of course, is that there is none worthy of worship. There is none worthy of my ibadah, my prayer, my fasting, my charity, my struggle in his cause except Allah. But also when you say la ilaha illallah, especially when you're overthinking or struggling with anxiety, what you're saying is that there is none worthy of my constant remembrance, my constant thinking, my constant focus, my constant submission except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the anxious thoughts and the overthinking and the anxiety, it still might be there. But when you say la ilaha illallah, what you're saying is there is none deserving of my focus, my attention, my worship and my submission except Allah. Not my overthinking thoughts, not my negative self-talk, not my anxiety. Suddenly all of the problems and the worries and the stress that you were having become so small and so insignificant that sometimes, like myself, you kind of laugh at yourself because you might ask yourself, was I really worrying about that? Was that really my concern? But that's a good thing. You realize that la ilaha illallah, there's none worthy of my worship and my attention and my focus and my remembrance except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next form of dhikr that has truly transformed my life is istighfar. Istighfar is so powerful. It builds your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It gets you closer to Him. Your heart and your soul and your entire body just feel so much more pure and so much lighter because of the istighfar. Different ways that you can do istighfar is you can say astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah al-azim. You can say rabbighfirli. Or one of my favorite ones from the Quran where Prophet Musa, he made this dua to Allah. Rabbi inni dhalamtu nafsi which basically translate to my lord i have wronged myself so please forgive me i really 
love this form of istighfar because it just acknowledges that Allah is not affected by our sins. It's only us who get affected by our sins. Allah made things haram for a certain reason because they're harmful to us. So once when we engage in that stuff, we just have wronged our own selves. So that's why I love to say, My Lord, I have wronged myself, so please forgive me. I cannot describe the feeling of istighfar to you. It's such a beautiful feeling that cannot be captured with words. So you have to give it a try for yourself. And remember, it's important to do sincere, sincere istighfar. Seek the forgiveness of the most merciful, the most forgiving. The third form of dhikr that also has changed my life is the Quran itself. This is the greatest form of dhikr that you can do, of course, because it is the word of Allah. What I have noticed for myself personally, what helps me the most is always reciting a bit of the Quran in the morning right after Fajr prayer. It doesn't have to be much, just a few ayahs, maybe 10 ayahs or less. And then also every night recite Surah Al-Mulk. The Prophet said Surah Al-Mulk will protect you from the punishment of the graves. Another way you can engage in this form of dhikr of the Quran is listening to the Quran throughout the day. It really makes a difference. It just calms your heart. It keeps you at peace throughout the entire day. And I've noticed that the more I engage with the Quran, the less I have to battle or combat with those random, anxious, overthinking thoughts that I feel like I can't control. The Quran, it really heals you from the inside and outside. Choose your favorite shaykh, put your headphones on, or recite the Quran morning and night throughout the day and watch how your life changes. The last and final form of dhikr that has transformed my life is the morning and evening at Kars. I highly recommend incorporating the morning and evening adhkars into your daily routines. The morning and evening adhkars, they protect you from all sorts and types of evil. External harm, internal harm, overthinking, anxiety, evil eye. So many things that you don't know what's ahead of you, right? We don't know what's in store for us in the day. So it protects us from all harm, from all evil, inside and outside. You can do this in many different forms. You can recite it, you can listen to it. There is an app called Dikir and Dua. It's completely free. Free. This is not sponsored. I use it almost every day. It has a complete full list of all of the morning and evening adhkars in Arabic, in English. And if you can't read Arabic letters, they also have the Arabic and English letters so you can pronounce the Arabic words using the English alphabet. Another way you can do it is by listening to it. There's so many videos on YouTube you can listen to. I personally listen to Mufti Mink. As soon as you type in morning adhkar or evening adhkar, the first video that pops up is from his channel. You can just listen to it, put your headphones on, recite with him if you can. You will definitely notice the difference. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم I will link his videos in the description if you're watching on YouTube and I will also link it in the show notes if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, I just want to say that any form of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is dhikr. This is what just has worked for me personally and I hope to help you guys as well. Inshallah, I hope this episode was beneficial. I hope that you gained something from this and that you implement some form of dhikr into your life. Because remember, indeed, in the remembrance of Allah, hearts find comfort. And we're not going to have any regrets in this dunya when we get to Jannah, except for the moments where we were not remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is it for today's episode. I hope to see you in the next one, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. By the way, if you're still here, I just wanted to share, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, I got a new microphone for this podcast. Allah gave me the means to get a microphone. I'm so excited. I hope you can tell the difference. I think I can tell the difference. It just really makes me excited because it just elevates the game. I'm really going to put so much focus and effort into this. So I hope you join me, inshallah. And remember, don't forget to thank Allah today for the things that he has blessed you with. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs>
ولقد مننا عليك مرة أخرى 